This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. Me. Oh, it's our pleasure. And obviously, always in the studio with me is my partner in crime. <laughs> Hello there, it's Sue here, ready to talk well-being. Fabulous. So, our first hour, we're going to have an interview with the lovely Karen and about all things sort of well-being, mental and body-wise. And then in the second part, from one o'clock, we're going to have a discussion and that discussion is going to be all about overwhelm. Because we've heard a few of this, especially with the weather the way it's been, people have been overwhelmed with that as well. So if you've got anything that you want to include in this afternoon's discussion, please do get in touch with us. You can text us. Start your text with HCR and text us in on 60066. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at studio at hcr923fm.com. Or... You could even phone us, you know. I know, amazing Ooh. technology. <laughs> you can even phone us. Our phone number is 01928 835 291. Always happy to listen to anything anybody's got to say. So please do contact and let us know what's going on with you and what do you think about this overwhelm and what makes you overwhelmed and what makes you not kind of thing. But that's at one o'clock. Right now, we are going to Karen from Push and Tone. Now, Karen is a women's health expert who runs online fitness classes for all abilities. That's how it always sounds good to me. Me too, <laughs> definitely. I definitely fall in the category of all abilities. All abilities. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also deals with all ages and she also completes personal training sessions with people. Now, she started pushing tone after suffering with postnatal depression after her second child. And she found exercise. I love this. She found exercise to be her medicine. How fab's that? I love the sound of that. She wanted to help other women who may feel anxious to begin their exercise, health and well-being journey. Now, we'll include her details later but she has got a website if you look at push and tone it's pushandtone.co.uk and you can get her on instagram and facebook as well um but we will get karen to share those details again later but welcome to the studio karen oh, no, thank you thanks again for having me it's really <laughs> exciting to be here it's lovely to have you i'm really interested to hear like your journey and you know this thing about how exercise was your was your medicine so tell us a little bit more about that so um it's going back so my little one is 11 now 
Um, so when she was born, I was a teacher at the time in a high school. Um, I'd had my older child. And when she was born, looking back, I was probably suffering a bit of postnatal depression at the time, maybe a little bit undiagnosed. But it's all that kind of mental well-being. I wasn't coping well when it came to going back to work. It going to find that balance of trying to be that good mum, trying to be that really good teacher um, and be professional. I remember just one night shouting at the kids to get them to bed because I had marking to do. And it's just the work-life balance wasn't there. Um, my little boy, gosh, he must have been about three and a half, four at the time. Must have been four and he was about to start primary school. And it was that kind of sudden realisation as well that I was not going to be involved. I was not going to be doing any drop-offs, pick-ups, being able to go on trips. Um, so I just, I, I did have um, a little breakdown, didn't cope very well. Mental well-being was probably in a very bad place at the time. And I ended up finishing work. And the only thing that I would kind of do on my own is exercise. Everything else I'd have to have someone around with me because um, the anxiety was quite high. But exercise, I could go out. I had um, a group could go to it's only a small group of ladies I think there was about 10 of us used to work out but I felt safe I, I didn't feel judged you could talk about like maybe if you were having a bit of a down day mm -hmm. and no one judged you on that and it just really helped and that was the only time that I had for me and that helped so cut a long story short should I say um, I decided to retrain and do similar things for women in this area because there was nothing I used to have to travel for right. this yeah quite a distance as well maybe a 30 minute drive to go to some of these classes so I decided to set up push and tone which was originally mums and babies in prams so we used to go around Runcorn Hill Park I used to do Frodgen Park a um, couple of other places and we just used to have the prams go and exercise and talk and talk about things that you probably wouldn't talk to anyone else about you know problems you were having maybe as you mentioned overwhelm mm. having that baby can be the most overwhelming yeah. feeling ever and then it just grew from there really um, push and tone and women would come up to me and say well could you do this type of class could you do this type of class so I just train so we do yoga now we do pilates um, Obviously, due to COVID, we went online. <laughs> so that I did have a studio, but it just wasn't cost-effective. And mm. online, I can reach more people. Mm. Yeah, very much so. So actually, anybody can access you. It doesn't yeah. matter where they are. They don't have to be within this community. They can be a little bit further afield. Yeah. Or like you were saying, that originally, you had to travel. You know, even if it is just like 30 minutes down the road, instead of doing that, you can just go straight on. Yeah. Do you still incorporate that discussion within those online sessions as well? Um, we do. We have private groups. So we have private WhatsApp groups and private Facebook groups. So people do talk on them mm. and, and to try and message everyone once a week I've been a bit lax lately I'll admit that to my members <laughs> they'll be probably telling me off um, but I do try and message them just to make sure they are all right and I know during Covid and the lockdown a lot of them were very thankful for that message because they said that was the only personal kind of contact they'd had of anyone yeah. that week yeah. and it really did you know because people were isolated at that time so it really did help bump them up and we just chat you know, if they're having issues, well, what can we do to maybe 
get around those issues well what could you do what could you do different how could you how can you fit that workout in if you're struggling for time could you break it down into three 10 minute workouts could you get up a little bit earlier you know that sort of thing yeah so. I just I love this the whole concept though that actually you you went out even at the very start with the um you know the prams and everything you went out and you taught as well as did the exercise and there was both going on because if I if I think back to all of the exercise classes I have ever done, we might have had a brief discussion at the beginning, like with a couple of people before we start the class. And then as as we're walking out at the end, but actually there was none of that. There was no sort of real interaction of talking about things. It was just to go and do exercise. And, you know, okay. as... Sorry, no. I find them quite intimidating sometimes because yeah. you go in and no one would talk to you. Uh, yeah, been there myself yeah, and me actually too. do tend yeah. to not yeah. go back as well. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're all in clicks yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, and then you feel like the odd one out. And I've done that. And like, and I've been with Sue and we've done that. And very often, you know, there's there's also this, well, if, the, if you can't do something, I, I remember going to one with another friend and because I've got RA, I'm not allowed to put any pressure on my joints and literally everything, even though I'd been told this class would help with that and that it didn't, this was all about putting like on joints, really. So I kept saying, well, what can I do in this? And I ended up doing 30 minutes of the same exercise oh, while everybody else was doing something different. And I, I got stirred at. So I was like, why is she doing that? So there was like no explanation, no discussion about anything. And it just, it made me feel really, really small. And, and like people, back. yeah, I didn't, I didn't go back. And actually it put me off doing any exercise class for quite a while. But that, I, think, I do think this concept, it's something that I did come across a little bit with another group that I went to. And um, that was like a circuit training course. And we all started talking and that was really nice. But then that got shut down over COVID and hasn't started up properly again. Yeah. And you do miss these these kind of things. And as we know, you know, whatever goes on in our head affects our body and vice versa. So the fact that you've already combined this of, you know, talking because that's really for our mental well-being, exercise is good for our physical and mental well-being. So, like, you've already combined this. I think that's brilliant. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's not the same. I'm not going to say it's exactly the same as meeting someone in person because yeah. it's not and it never will be because you still do need that face-to-face contact with people. You'll never get, you'll never get that online. But it's as good as we, we've got it as good as we can do under the circumstances. Um, it was just going back face to face was just not it wasn't financially viable. Mm. And uh, that's as a business, you have to look at that as well. As much as you want to help people in the community, yeah. you still have bills to pay. Um, you've still got to keep a roof over your head yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So room hires went up, you know, also people are still. Covid's still rife at the moment, and the, oh, the amount of people I know with it at the moment. So numbers attending classes are low. People are going on holiday at the moment as well because we can. Yeah. And people are like, let's go, and I don't blame them for that. But having that kind of community where we do have the WhatsApp group, we do have, as I say, Facebook groups. So we comment, and you can see them encouraging each other. You know, like someone will put something on, and someone will go, "Don't worry, you can start again tomorrow." Or you know, they help and encourage and motivate one another, which is just amazing. 
That is amazing. I love that. I love having that community of people supporting one another rather than pulling people down and judging, actually being really supportive. That's brilliant, isn't it? It is. It really is. And I think it's such an integral part of you know, taking care of ourselves, taking care of our minds and our bodies. You know, you you mentioned quite early on about how, you know, this this idea of not judging is so important. And I think when it comes to exercise, that can go on a lot, can't it? Oh, definitely. You know, so like you were saying there, Claire, in your example, um, you know, people sort of, well, why is she not doing that? You know, it's sort of have the environment where you do exercise is so is so vital because you want to enjoy it. It's You're gonna a scary get place it to is. Be. You're gonna get more out of it when you enjoy it. It strikes me with what what you're describing. Something that is kind of coming into my mind is that it seems that context is everything. You know, in terms of where people are, where they're at in their lives, what's going on for them. So, like you say, you initially started out with the buggies and, you know, and, and, and kind of getting together with, with the mums there. But it sort of evolved into incorporating. It's something Claire and I are really big on. It's sort of meeting people where they're at. Definitely. Yeah, would you? Yeah, because yeah. no, at the moment it's menopausal is the big one where I'm at. Oh, that's another one of our favourite <laughs> yeah, words at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, we'll all get fans out in a minute. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, but that's the group of ladies I'm working with. That's the next stage of our lives. Mm. Now. We've had the babies. We've had the bit where the the children, and now we're going through this next, the second spring, as you call it. Whatever. Oh, I like the, that. Yeah, I like Claire's it. not just, looking very convinced. No, actually, no. you can't. I like the wording. I just it does not apply to what I'm feeling. That's for sure. <laughs> I think it's because in like countries like Japan and places like that, they they look at it as a positive thing, so they call it the second spring. Yeah. Um, because actually, it's a really good thing for us women, and it's what makes us live longer, because we're starting to shut down functions so that our body can go for longer. Whereas men don't have that choice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, men. <laughs> um, but, so it's quite nice sometimes to put a positive, because it is such a negative yeah. subject, or can be yeah. a negative subject. So, But that's where we're at. We've, we've kind of grown and moved as a group together yeah I, I really like that concept because it's the thing with exercise when I have to think of exercise I think of all you know trotting off to the gym all in the lycra you know kind of doing and just and it's just that's not me it's never been me I've, I've always been reasonably active in my life I've done all kinds of different exercise I used to dance a lot and and that's been a big a big thing for me um but I've never sort of done it in that way you know and I know and that can work for some people and that's absolutely fine and I'm not you know I'm not dissing that at all it's about but it's about finding what works for you and I think what you seem to be offering is this idea of let's look at where you are in your life what you were saying before about fitting things in and what people's priorities are but making this something to include rather than being like an added extra it's a priority I always say to my ladies you treat exercise like an appointment so, like your hair appointment, you'd never cancel your hair or your nails. <laughs> we might cancel the doctors, but no, no, we'd never cancel those appointments. And we, we have to make it a priority ourselves um, because it is important looking after yourself. And I think, as you say, you were saying about finding something that suits you. I think there is an instructor. We are all so different. There's a vast majority yeah. of fitness instructors out there, and we all have different qualities mm. that 
you know, I may not agree with some of them, what some of them do, but someone will love that, yeah. and that's for them, and that's great, and that works perfectly. Um, but people, like, I'm not your normal fitness instructor. I'm not a size 8 or a size 10. Um, you know, I have, you know, big boobs, I've got a big bum, I've got a belly. <laughs> you know, I'm normal, and I know the, the struggles that women can have with time, with confidence, self-esteem, feeling. And I just, it, I think it's nice to have someone that you can relate to. I think yeah. sometimes if you go to a gym and there's a nothing against an 18-year-old size 8, 10 who's making you do star jumps, or I stood at the back thinking, if I do that, I'm going to wet myself now. That's just going to put you off for life. Do you know what? You, you're speaking to somebody <laughs> who can really go with that because as somebody who also has, you know, big boobs um you know actually i that's one of the reasons i stopped going to a gym was because i kept getting watched by people when i was on because even strapped down oh, they, they would move. bounce they oh, move, like move. <laughs> and they blooming hurt and i have to say the circuit course that i went on i'll give you a, a little story i went to this class and I turned up the first time and all I could see was men and I was just about to walk back out the door and a woman popped her head round and it was one of the the guy's wives and apparently most of the group had had heart problems so their wives had come along to support that because oh, nice. uh, it was mostly men who'd had these problems. So I, I loved them. They, you know, they really took me in and made me feel really welcome. But when we did the star jump side of it, I used to do one-armed star jumps because I was holding on to my boobs with the other. Oh, bless. Until there was a guy there who then hung on to his belly so that I didn't feel left out. How oh, <laughs> fab was he? Oh, so he would do one arm star jumps <laughs> holding on to his belly while I was like swapping arms. See, I've doing that. to that point with menopause. I don't know which bit to hold <laughs> on to, belly or boobs. <laughs> menopause, it just, <laughs> everything's going. <laughs> but do you know what? That's the only class that I've ever, I, I went from do, going once to going three times a week. I really loved it. That was the one. I oh. never forgot that appointment. I always went to that appointment. Made it a priority because of how I felt there and I absolutely loved it and I really do I feel regret because it's shut down if it had gone to online all stayed in touch and if they'd have carried it on now but again it's not started up yet so actually what you're saying really resonates with me that yeah I am one of those people who would much prefer to come to like one of your classes because I wouldn't feel left out and stuff like that totally agree there's other people who yeah not a problem they don't mind you know what they are what size they are what they look like guys doing it there's some people like that but otherwise I, I agree that you need to generate like towards someone you get comfortable with people and you net you don't know until you try it kind of thing I think there's a statistic and I think attending gyms and I could have this wrong so don't quote me on this there's 17 to 25 percent of the population that are active attending gyms and that's What's, it that's it yeah. yeah isn't that really like sad and they're they are your people who probably are a bit more confident they've yeah. maybe been for years and they don't you know they're happy but then what what's happening to that rest of that mm. the country rest of that population that aren't moving and we need to as fitness instructors and as a fitness industry we need to be addressing 
and getting those people moving. Mm. We need to be putting things on so they do feel safe, they do feel secure. I am really passionate about this. Good, but, good. You know, we as a fit, as a fitness industry, we do need to be looking at why isn't that person coming in through the gym floor? And mm. it could be just something, you know, they walk in and it's straight into the weights where all the men are grunting. Yeah. And that, that would put loads of women off. Mm. You know, it would put men off as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Not just, yeah. stero- you know, but it puts people off and we need to, and we do need to do more as a fitness industry to create those safe environments for people so that they can come and the boobs can jiggle to the heart's content and they, nobody bats an eyelid. Yeah. And, you know, and with online, I always say to people, I bet, do it in your pyjamas. Yeah. Who's watching you? No one can see you at all. Yeah. You're in your living room, in your own space. If you're going left and I'm going right, if you've brushed your hair or brushed your teeth, I don't care. I can't smell you. You know, I, I mean, I literally roll out of bed some mornings and it's just clothes on and I look a mess. But it's normal. And that's what we need to create, this normal, rather than trying to be an Instagram gym. I love this. There's just, I mean, there's just such an authenticity about you, if mm, I can just you. say that, Karen, but about and everything that you're describing. And, you know, Claire and I are really big on this because it's it's a huge part of you know, kind of that battle that rages in our mind about who we are and are we worthy and are we good enough and are we looking after ourselves. It's, yeah. it's. I think, f- finding something that works for us, that's a good fit for us, like your story about, you know, you made that appointment, you kept that appointment, yeah. you even increased the appointment yeah. <laughs> to go three times a week because that, that was you. Yeah. That that felt like you. You could be comfy in your skin. I could be me, and you could be you, and yeah. that's no, and it's just thing. that's what you're describing, isn't it? That yeah. and I think we're getting there a little bit with this, aren't we? Because I think in a weird way, the pandemic has kind of provided opportunity for people to examine themselves a little bit Definitely. in that way, and like you say, get on board with no one's watching, and I can just do this. But I think we've still got work to do. Oh, definitely. I think we've gone back a little bit as well. Yeah, as we were saying this before. Um, how we all made these promises with the pandemic we were all being more active doing more stuff you know losing weight changing body shapes and then as soon as we've gone back to the life and we it just takes over doesn't it and you you stop prioritizing the exercise Mm. you see less people walking now when we couldn't walk or we could only walk for an hour (laughs) yeah everyone was out out. (laughs) now that you walk whenever you want no one's there (laughs) it's true though isn't it like bike sales went up people were going out on bikes a lot more you did see that like i mine actually just stayed the same because i always walk the dogs so the walking the dog i probably walk them for longer um but yeah that was but when you went out when i was used to see like two three people which is like you say what it is now i see two or three people it used to be full of runners walkers cyclists just people out yeah during that because that was like that was the time and that was the only thing they could do and then there was a big change I remember just as we were coming out of lockdown we had to go somewhere I think we were going for a shop or something and the queue for Starbucks was down the road and I'm like that's where everybody is now so rather than actually <laughs> you know going for a walk they're all queuing for McDonald's and oh, Starbucks and stuff for McDonald's, it was yeah off the scale uh, yeah well did you, not, did, you never, did you not see it did you drive past it or anything well or? I was very aware of it but it's not something I could relate to at any time to be honest (laughs) but that's just me yeah for for me personally 
exercise is medicine. Yeah. And I think it is the most under-prescribed medicine. There's a lot of health issues that could be dealt with just by here's an exercise class. Mm. But you've got to provide that right exercise class for that right person because as you say what suits one person mm. isn't going to suit someone else some some people love to be as we, we call it beasted they love to come out beasted like so they're, they're sweating they're about oh, to collapse right. on the floor sorry right. no that's not a term I've come I, across I, I before I have to say just going for a walk with the dogs I'm like that yeah because of the menopause <laughs> and so, but what you were saying really uh, like resonated with me with over that like what you were saying about doing with the menopause because actually I'm already really hot. I'm already having like these sweats where if you've seen inside out, you know, where I think it's, um, I can't think what it, what it was, anger. And he's got like cloud, he's got steam coming, coming out of his head, like this fountain of like, of like a volcano. That's how I feel. Yeah. So actually, sometimes if I'm overexerting myself as well, I feel like I'm going to pass out. So there's paranoid I, about it as well. Yeah. Probably. So I can do a different kind of exercise that wouldn't get me to that, but I don't necessarily know. And if I'm in the middle of a class and somebody's going right, oh, star jumps, I'm probably going to want to pass out rather than yeah, yeah going. Yeah, it just sounds horrible. The beasting or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've never heard that. No, oh, sorry. No, never. <laughs> Educated. No, people go, "Oh, beast me! Come on, Karen, I want beasting today," and it's like. <laughs> it's just it's always been, <laughs> but that means they basically want to crawl out of the room and some people want that crawling effect yeah. but some a lot of people especially now we're a bit more we're, we're realizing as well how much holistic exercise helps so the likes of yoga and pilates and even just meditation and stretching is just as beneficial yeah. if not more so than going for a run or going on your bike or doing a hit class yeah I think that's it as well. And I think it's about, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of research into kind of what kind of exercise we should be doing at different points in our life. So the stuff that you want to be doing in your 20s is not the same as what you want to be doing when you hit menopause. Oh, definitely. Um, Cardio is a no-no. Exactly. training is a no-no. Yeah. It's weights. Weights. And trying to tell some sometimes people that like doing your running and stuff, it's not what you want. It's you want to slow it down. Weights, yoga. Yeah those kind of weights is great for your bone density and you know as we know but really we need to start that when we're younger to build that bone strength mm. um but weights for weight loss as soon as soon as we cardio because what happens we're kind of going off here aren't we no but no this is this is really interesting it's <laughs> when really we're useful. menopausal our body is in a stress state your body is stressed because it's going through some major changes hormones are all over the place and your cortisol levels which is your stress hormone like sky high you add in a hit training session or a run and your cortisol levels go higher again and cortisol is this hormone and it likes to store fat around your middle so you know that middle age spread that we talk yeah. about that's it it's too so if we're stressed just in life in general which i think most people are yeah stressed about something any kind of stress but leads to that so as we get older it's more of it because you're menopausal and then as you say if you add hit training in boom more um so weights takes that out you're not adding to that hormone that's really interesting i know you're saying um, we're going off on but actually no i don't think you are because potentially this is our minds so even though like 3b means we're all about mental well-being we do understand and one of the things 
we were talking about with the previous guest was it's not that our minds and bodies are connected it is that we're, it's all one it's not connected it's just it's seamless oh, it runs from one to another so actually you know if our bodies are healthy but people could be doing that run I, I know somebody who's only just started running and I'm just like I'm sure you're not supposed to start running at this age because I don't think it's good for you so instead do something else but you know if people aren't doing something and I know people who are literally at the gym or trying to exercise all the time and not losing anything and that's really affecting their mental well-being and that might be because they're doing what you're saying you're, they're doing that hit class they're doing the cardio stuff rather than the weights or something else so actually it's really useful for people to hear this you know it's something that I didn't realize I'd heard about not doing running or if you were already a runner then that's fine but not to actually start it because it's too impactful on your joints and everything else at this kind of age where we're all menopausal but yeah I didn't even realize that's actually what happened that it would just make your cortisol worse well the amount of women that get diagnosed with depression at our age and actually it's menopause yeah it's it's actually a really high percentage of women that are really misdiagnosed they're kind of fobbed off a little bit mm. and lots of my clients message me going Karen the doctor's saying this mm. but I know and my symptoms but they're telling me I'm too young as well because yeah. I'm quite I'm early menopause I was 37 when I started going through the menopause but my mum was quite early so I, I kind of knew it was creeping in mm. but I think having a healthy and, and exercising does help with my symptoms yeah. so being more active not as I say jumping around and everything but just being active walking more trying to eat healthy does help and going back to people not losing weight majority of the time as well people will absolutely hammer the gym hammer exercise but then they don't eat you think because they've done really well in the gym they could have we, we use exercise almost like punishment for right I'm going out tonight so I'm going to go for this big run because I'm going out and then I can burn, get me calories so I can have that glass of wine and it's it's not a punishment mm. it's something you know you need to be having more of a balanced healthy diet majority of the time to see those differences yeah. it strikes me as well that 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 approach could really affect your mindset yeah so you know it's kind of like if we're doing it in this sort of punishment reward concept then we're always kind of in, in one state or the other, aren't we? And you know, emotional eat because you've not yeah. lost weight. You go, oh, I'll have the takeaway anyway now. Mm. So, you, yeah. <laughs> so you go and pick out because you've not lost the weight. And it's, it's kind mm. of swings and roundabouts, isn't it? It just goes round and round with quite a negative. So it's what you're, it's what you're taking in because actually what you're saying to yourself really impacts on that. And I think you are going to have some people, like you said, so you're going to have some people who actually that punishment is good, that they thrive off that. And it's like, right, I'm going to get that in. Uh, who won't then go and have the takeaway. And it's just like, that's how they work. Usually call them mismatch people because I, rather than, it works the other way around in their brains. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But actually what you're saying is the majority of us, and I'm thinking about this for myself as well, the majority, if we're thinking about, well, exercise is a punishment, then why are you going to prioritise that? Why are you going to keep that appointment? Actually, then if you go in, I really don't want to do that because it is a punishment, then you're not. Whereas if you can find an exercise that you really love, 
and I can only go back to my circuit training. You know, I, I loved that. I really loved I think that. you need to petition to get it back up and I running. totally <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm going to join you on this one now. Let's, we need to, whoever ran this circuit class, let's get it back up and running well, for Well, I am wondering, Karen, whether you could do it, <laughs> if I'm honest. But it's sort of like, because what I found was, even the difficult exercise, because you're only a minute maximum two on that station because sometimes they go right you've got two minutes on this one it's double timer you know you're only doing it for two minutes and you just think i can last this i can yeah. last and like i can't do what i used to be able to do no. pre lockdown i can't do it now it kills me but i knew i could do it i never found it a punishment i enjoyed so actually it was more of a oh i'm good people i like i'm going to see friends and i'm going doing an exercise and I really like it. With that mindset, that's why you, I I made those appointments. And I think what you're saying is we still have that in our minds. We still have punishment for exercise or, you know, healthy food is boring food. Yeah. Whereas I know it doesn't have to be. You know, you don't have to eat X, Y and Z. You can he- eat healthy and it be flavoursome and nutritious and filling and all that kind of thing it's just putting some thought into it and it's re-educating ourselves with I it think as well I think that's it's putting thought in and timing yeah because we're we're busy let's yeah. be honest we're all busy we're all you know working um or looking after children or looking after parents um trying to keep the house clean and in a, a livable state so that you can have people walking through the, i can't by the way <laughs> i'm not at that stage no. <laughs> but we're all trying to like juggle so many things and it's so much easier because it's the way shopping has gone it's so much easier to throw some oven chips and a piece of breaded fish or whatever you know chicken piece of chicken in the oven than it is to sit and chop stuff up and have just something freshly made with all your, your fruit and all your vegetables in, your green leafy veg and, you know, your healthy proteins in. And it's just sometimes you just need to take... What I always say to my ladies, on a Sunday is like your planning and prep day. So you plan for the week what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat it, and as much as you can, you prepare it. Mm. Even if it's as much as just chopping up the vegetables and putting them in little pots, that's for Tuesday's tea, and then it's like a stir-fry and you just add them in you mm. don't have to cook it mm. but just and it, it's being a bit selfish and taking that time for yourself it's interesting because if you read any recent on habits on changing habits it all talks about two things one is tiny tweaks so doing things in small ways not trying to make huge yeah. changes in one go and the other thing is about making it easier for yourself so in the concept of exercise it would sort of say things like you know get your trainers out get your, get your stuff ready you know make, make it easy for you to then so you don't have to then go looking for something yeah, to then go and start but it, it strikes me that that really relates to what you're saying there you know it's all in the preparation isn't it definitely preparation is key for any as you say for any habit change I normally as during lockdown as well or anytime I say to people put your fitness gear on wear it and then when you've got five minutes spare you, you there's no excuse you've not oh yeah. god I've got to go and get changed got to fight with my sports bra to get it on and you know got to find me trainers it's all you're wearing it and you can go off and do something for five ten minutes and you're back I like that idea. Yeah. That's why all the moms are on the school at running me. all the time now in the fitness yeah, yeah. I am. I was pointing at Sue. Do you want to share what? Because you, you changed how you approached something, didn't you? That you wore 
to like our when to, we worked yeah when we were working during lockdown and sort of to a certain extent still now because yeah. we sort of live apart anyway and kind of you know so anyway we were walk, working on zoom before even before the pandemic yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd started kind of having a, a morning walk really early because my fella gets up at a stupid time to go to work. So I thought, well, I'll get up with him. Yeah. You know, so, and I am going to say, Claire, that I live across the road from a park because I haven't yeah. mentioned it for a few weeks. Yeah, but are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just in case our listeners didn't know, she lives across the road from a park. <laughs> Something that I like to mention a lot. Um, so I kind of, you know, quick turn around the park, sort of... It, in my kind of in my workout gear, if you like. But then, instead of getting changed, I'd keep it on. Claire and I would have our morning meeting, and then I'd go and do some yoga exercises at lunchtime Perfect. before my lunch. And it just sort of, it just made it easier. Yeah. You know, it, I'm not sort of saying, you know, I've got this sussed or anything. But It works for you, though. Yeah, it worked for me. And I always felt, I always noticed when I'd done it versus a day when I hadn't done it. Yeah. You know, in my mind and in my body... I just felt differently. I think with this whole thing with exercise as well, it just feels like, yeah, so making it easy, being prepared, finding something that works for you. Even walking. Just walking, walking. is one of the best exercises you can do. And it's so, as you say, it's so un- underused. And it's free. I know. It's and I think completely free. And we've got so, like, Runcorn. There's so many beautiful places to walk in Runcorn. It's unbelievable. You know, you wouldn't think sometimes that you were in Runcorn when you're walking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You go out and you're like, oh my gosh. It's, I think lockdown made us kind of find places mm. and mm, explore a bit further. Yeah. But it's free and, you know, you could just do five minutes around the block it doesn't have to be a 30 minute an hour you don't have to go and pack your rucksack with a sleeping bag and go out like for days <laughs> you can just go for five ten minutes and then you could go in have a cup of do coffee do some washing or whatever and then go do you know what I'm gonna go again now and do another one and just fit it in i think that's part of it isn't it we've got a kind of an idea of what exercise looks like or what we're supposed to look like while we're doing exercise or when we've finished exercise and I think a lot of it is about suspending judgment of ourselves just as much as other people and it's kind of shifting those expectations a little bit and it's a bit like how we treat our our mental well-being you know it's kind of finding something that works for you and not having judgments about where to be at any particular time, you know, I should should be better with this or that's happened meditating. again. Yes, I should be meditating. That's a big thing and some people yeah. just can't get into meditation Indeed. and that's fine. It really oh. is. One of our guests was saying that her morning routine is she will have a 10-minute meditation in the morning but she realises that actually sometimes the schedule doesn't allow that. So instead of giving herself a hard time over it, she'll do five minutes. And I think what you're saying about the exercise, yeah, in my mind, it's like, oh, no, I've got to exercise minimum 30 minutes, minimum, or it's really an hour. That's what I should be giving it. But actually, what you're saying there is, and we give ourselves a hard time, or it's like, oh, I've not got time to do an hour today, so I won't do anything at all. Whereas if we do... 10 minutes, go for that walk around the block or whatever, come back. If we don't manage to do anything else, we've at least done 10 minutes and we can probably do another 10 minutes later on or something like that. So throughout your day, you might have done an hour, but you've split it up into different things. There's so much more research now as well. Um, Movement is more important than kind of exercise. I know that sounds great, but we are 
we live in a sedentary life in a sedentary world you know we we sit at an office desk we, you know we're sat here now exactly and, yeah. you know, you're making me want to making me want to move around Karen <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be sat here for two hours which is a long time to just sit down mm. and your body to be in this position um but if we moved more just in general so I always say set an alarm for like every hour mm. and just get up walk around the house as you say maybe walk around the block doesn't have to be even just sit up and sit down in your chair where you are just do something for like 30 seconds a minute and then get back on because moving is better for us than just sitting still sorry <laughs> you're listening to let's talk well-being with claire and sue So we're talking to Karen from Push and Tone. We are talking about exercise a lot, but the fact that this really does impact on our mental well-being, and I think what you've already shared with us really shows that this does. If somebody is struggling and they're going, okay, well, you know, I don't feel comfortable yet and I don't want to do a class and I haven't got time for that. Is there anything that you would suggest that they do? do? I mean, you were saying about just standing up or sitting down if they're, if was sedentary but anything else that you can suggest in like short bursts that maybe people could do of any ability like you were saying before um i suppose i say walking is the big one just getting out and walking you know most people can do that um anytime any you know you can do it around the house you don't have to go outside if you don't want to um standing up holding onto a wall just doing some knee raises i'm demoing here but you can't see <laughs> sorry guys um as you say sitting up sitting down off a chair that's a big one especially as we get older because we can use that ability to get up and down so being able to just stand up and down in your chair is a brilliant one but again there's so much stuff as well on online you know free stuff that anyone chair yoga chair aerobics you can if you can look on youtube or i think most people are looking on instagram and stuff nowadays you will find short even one minute videos of little things you can do and it's just going out and kind of looking for what suits you how how do you know what might suit you what if i was going to start and i didn't know how would i know I think you've just got to try sometimes. I know that's horrible. You want to find something. If you're just beginning, you want to look at beginners, low impact, that kind of option for when you're looking for workouts. Um, if you are part of, I mean, Round Runcorn, you've got Halton Council, um, and there is a lady, a lovely lady called Paula Paul, who works for Halton Council, and she will have, there's um, a link, and if you're on, Facebook, they do have a, um, a Facebook page and they will put all the classes on that are kind of community based and they have a lot of beginners exercise classes on there. So if you are local to Halton, that is a great starting place um, to look for local this that would suit you. What kind of classes do you do? Oh God, I do everything. <laughs> so I do yoga, um, tend to do more beginners to intermediate. So I always offer a lower option 
everything go up. Um, we do Pilates. I do um, classes with weights. I have what's called the ABC Club, which is an absolute beginner's club. So we have a 15-minute workout every day, Monday to Friday, and we can use the chairs for it. We could be sat down. We could um, be doing a walking workout, or as I call it, the walkout. So it's just basically everything's based on a march, and we just 15 minutes move around, but nothing too intense. So that's a, that is a great place to start, um, the ABC Club. Um, trying to think of what other classes I do so we do an activation band one so have you seen them they were really big Jordan they, they're like fabric band they're meant really good for your bums for getting that peachy bum <laughs> sorry I just did it oh I know what oh, you're talking yeah. about now yeah <laughs> so we do them I just do such a variety and not every workout is completely different we never do anything the same um but they're all like you can attend live so if you like and need that interaction and to know that I'm keeping a check that you're doing the workout, that's there. Or most people do them on demand. So I've done a class at six o'clock this morning. Um, most people will be doing it after work tonight. So I love the variety that you're talking about. I love the fact that it feels really accessible for people who maybe need to just start this but also people who are a little bit further along. And I love how you've got the different timings that it's, you know, there's some sh really short stuff there as well. Yeah. So people can always find that way, making sure that they, you know, are attending at least something, yeah. you know, regularly. Exercises, I think it's one of the key things for mental wellbeing, isn't it? it, it you know, along with having that work-life balance, having, you know, time with your family, with your friends, be, being active and moving is one of the key things for mental well-being and if you're not doing that you you know you've not getting that kind of balance between them all yeah it's interesting um because yeah I just I, I love I love your approach as well I just think there's such a variety there's such opportunity for people it relates as well you know you were saying about how do I get started it's a bit like what we always say, Claire, isn't it? It's sort of like, you know, when we're sharing techniques and things with the sessions that we do or if we're working one-on-one -on -one with a coaching client, we, we try and create a space that just means just have a go. You know, it doesn't matter if you feel like you look daft or, you know, this isn't not work for your first time, but it's there's something in there about having a, an open mindset, isn't there? And I think that yeah. that can help, can't You've it? You've got to be open-minded. You've got to be willing to try stuff. And, and just bear in mind, you, you might not, if you go somewhere and you don't like it, you don't have to have to see those people ever again. That's true. You know, and if you do it, as you say, if you're doing it online, then no one's going to see you. So it doesn't matter if that thing doesn't work for you. And after a few minutes, you think, nah, do you know, that's not for me. Turn it off. But I say my top tips are like get out walking, find a workout buddy. That's one of the best ones. If you can find someone that you can be accountable to. Yeah. And um, team sports. I mean, I'm. My daughter's part of um, Beachwood Netball, which is quite big around here. And they do so many like different kind of teams, like up to, you know, they have, I'm sure there must be some 70 year olds in there. I'd be corrected now. Um, but sometimes team sports we find more enjoyable, but you've got walking, you've got walking football. There's mm. a walking football ladies team in Frodgham. My mum plays walking netball and she's 80. Yeah, 
that's what I mean. She it's, loves it's it. It's brilliant because I, I can't do the, the netball anymore because I'm broken. <laughs> so anything like joint wise and I have to move direction is no good. But walking netball is fantastic because you're still getting out there. But also you're getting like what you had with the circuits, that community. Mm. And some people need that face to face community as well. So I think there is something out there for everyone. It's just you taking the time to go and look for what's right for you personally and say well, I could recommend stuff but that might not be right for you it, you know it could work for me but for you guys it you know wouldn't I think there's a it's funny you talking about accountability because now Claire and I've got we want we're going to be talking about that in one of our kind of um future episodes but I think there's something you mentioned about community and that shared sense of, of being with people, you know, in a live setting or in a remote setting. But I think there's something about this for our minds, for our bodies, you know, for our hearts, for our spirit, all of it, that we're all kind of in, we're living in these times, these challenging times. And there is a community out there, you know, and other people are thinking the same thing that you're thinking about this. And we're all scared. Exactly. You know, and we've all been in that position where, we're, oh, is this going to work? We're sceptical. I don't know if this is for me. And I think we forget that sometimes, don't we? I think we think that everybody else has got it sorted and sussed. Well, I think that's because what, that's what we're led to believe nowadays. We've, <laughs> as you say, true. with social media, everyone has got the perfect life. You know, every, they've got the, the sorted, the plant, you know, food preps on point and the, the exercise in the house is gleaming and they can still put makeup on and do the hair and everything in the morning <laughs> and we're all like you know and, and I think we need to get past that social media kind of thing that that's mm. not real it's not and so I do it I'm terrible for I stage photos for my social media not me personally but it'll be like here's a coffee cup you know and I take the picture but that could have been taken three days ago that yeah. picture it's yeah. not real life and what's happening there and then it's creating that persona and I'm, I'm doing it on a little scale because I'm just taking a picture of a coffee cup <laughs> that I can use but you know you've got these celebrities you know that are doing it bigger scale and making us feel as you say inferior and feeling like oh, well I can't do that I, I'm never going to look like that I'm never going to find that time and when we, we have to try and ignore that and think, no, they're not real. It's not real. And you are the real person. And you just need to take that leap of faith and trust yourself that you will find something. It just uh, That's a lovely point, really, that you've just made there. I think it really still links with your exercise and how people think when they come in because they're being bombarded with all this media stuff, social media and normal media of you know this is what it should be this is what it should look like this is what i should be doing and as as we at 3b always say forget the should it's what do you want what do you need to what do can you do and what can you do yeah exactly and actually what you're saying that really is really key really important that was an extract from our radio show let's talk well-being you can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.